I think it only lasted for like four episodes or something, but that uh, Inhumans or that Agents oh, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. I heard about Inhumans. Inhumans, it, they had the premiere of the pilot episode for free on like a PlayStation Network. You could watch it. Oh, wow. And I checked out cool. like 10 minutes of it. It's like, dude, this is so bad. I quit. Wow. But it had Bohannon. And it had the little like scumbag uh, bastard kid from Game of Thrones. I don't know how it was so terrible. Oh man, Bohannon from your favorite show, Hell on Wheels. Dude, fuck yeah. Just watch <laughs> Hell on Wheels. We're just going to watch Hell on Wheels, man. I watched the first two seasons and then I fell off of it. Show was awesome. Bohannon's <laughs> man. What, what's, the, what's the appeal of that show? Is it just common? It's, it's a Western. A Western star and a badass dude with no cares and uh, common. Common's a huge part of the appeal of this. <laughs> I see. Okay, love Common. We'll start watching Common's new show, The Shy. Oh shit! Okay, I've never, I've never seen it. It's on uh, Showtime. Is it terrible? No, I I think it won a bunch of TV show awards. I don't know. Oh, okay. Try to think. Are there any other comic book ones? Go with Agents of Shield. That one's pretty awful. Are there any other X Men ones? Um, yeah. What's that Gifted one? Is that still around? Or they? Give up on that? Is that canceled? They just had another season. I didn't watch any of it because it shows pretty trash. What was that on? I've never even seen. I haven't seen commercials for it even. I I think it was on Fox in the nineties. That's what it looks like. But no, it was just made like this. I know. Or I know, but it looks like it was made in the nineties. It's terrible. The CGI is That's such it. garbage, man. It's such an awful oh, show. Oh. It is on Fox. Um, I don't know. You said it was just on Fox. Well, it's X-Men, so it's got to be on one of the Foxes. It looks more like the X-Files back in the day is what is the vibe I got from that show. Let's find that old Blade TV show from uh, Spike TV. <laughs> okay. Blade. Starring, starring rapper Sticky Fingers from oh, Next man. Friday. Sticky Fingers was in Next Friday? Yeah. Oh, he I was didn't know that. bitch. Oh, awesome. Okay. I love sticky fingers. Yeah, Onyx, man. Slam. But da But da Let the boys be boys. Yeah. Slamdowski. That's right. Man, I can't believe you chose to name yourself after some 65-year-old bitch <laughs> character, man. Bitch character? What do you mean? He was awesome. Sure. Should have just named myself Punch. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Giraffes Have Black Homes Comics. This week's episode is presented by the Google Stadia. I am your host, Dave. And I'm your host, Donnie. Go by Google Stadia. Pre-order is available now. Promo code GiraffesHBTPod. <laughs> nice. Nice lead in. <laughs> we got advertising from Google. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah, that's, that's a big get for us. We're, we're pumped. Yeah. System looks like shit, but we're we're gonna pocket as best we can. Yep. I'm gonna make mine Google Stadia. <laughs> I'm loving it. 
have it your way. Refuel. <laughs> Extreme. What's another what's another catchphrase here? Do the do. Uh, I mean do the studio. Uh do the do, that's a good one. Have it your way? Yeah, just do it. Hungry? Why wait? Play some Google <laughs> Studio. You're a real diva when you're hungry. <laughs> Google, presented by Bing. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So yeah, we got a good show here for us. Uh, we're going to talk about motherfuckers. We are going to talk about Marvel Nemesis, The Imperfects, uh, Walking Dead, season finale. I got some notes on that. Dave's going to explain to me his love for Stargirl from DC it's not, Universe. It's not a love, it's just she's infinitely better in every single way imaginable than Captain fucking Bullshit America. Okay. It's just simple That's all common it is. sense. I mean, it's not it's not a love of like the character or anything. I I just don't see how she's any it's just better. You're comparing her to Captain America. I mean, that's well, like how could I not comparing human shit to like cake? Shit to cake. Yeah. She's she's wearing a Captain America costume. No, it's a store girl costume. <laughs> her her robot named Stripe. I think that's her stepdad. He just is in like a robot costume or something. I don't what like. I don't know the character that well, but I'm pretty sure it's her stepdad, which makes it kind of weird and creepy too. It seems like a stripe is a acronym for something because it's had the dots after each letter. Well, it clearly is. Yeah. Go to Wikipedia and tell me what it stands for. Systems targeting international. You forgot the R. I'm not. Spe- I'm not a spelling wizard here. System yeah. targeting. Fuck. I don't. Re- rectal. America. Inebriated. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any America? Inebriated. Patriotic. Uh, what's E? Excellent. Excitement. Excitement. Okay. Yeah. 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 Excitement. All right. Anyway. Okay. So I guess I guess we won't talk about that later. But we talked about it now. I mean, no. We can definitely talk about it. I'm all about Stargirl. Alright, all I know of her is she was a character who appeared in, like, uh, an episode of Smallville once. I was like, oh, oh. that's kind of a cool character. And, like, she has a giant, like, bow staff that she uses. Yeah. Not not some lame-ass bullshit shield made of vibranium, which... <laughs> Why is that lame? Fuck. Why? It's fun. You throw it around. It's fun. It has a shitty it's paint like job. A, it's a giant bow staff. That's way cooler. Donatello. <laughs> if it's good enough for Donatello, it's good enough for America. Simple yeah, true. Mathematical equation right there. It's like a spear, isn't it? Not a staff. I don't know what the f- it's a <laughs> stupid thing. Who cares? Okay. Uh okay, so yeah, he is it is an acronym, it's stripe, but I can't see just pulled up Wikipedia here. I'm no, we to already, figure this thing out. We already figured it out. I like our answer better. I don't care about what the real answer is. <laughs> don't tell me. I don't want to know. Stepdad trouble. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> I know. I know the P stands for porn. <laughs> yeah, penis. Stepdad. Correct. Yeah, I could be incest. Hmm. <laughs> incest porn. <laughs> Excitement. <laughs> yeah, this is taking a real dark turn here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we need to. Yeah, the real thing is even worse. Damn. Yeah. Shit. All right. But anyway, for those of you who don't know what uh, what Star Girl is. It's a mix between Captain Marvel and Captain America and passed off as a new character. 
It's not no. It's not passed off as a new character. She's from like the nineteen sixties or some bullshit. She's like a justice. Society. She's from nineteen forty one for fuck's sake. <laughs> During World War Two. Okay, who's older, her or Captain America? Captain America, March of nineteen forty one. So same year. Oh wow, damn. Wait, okay, let's see. March first. Oh, September. Fuck. Okay, yeah, six. Oh yeah, yeah definitely copied. Definitely yeah, copied. Clearly, yeah. clearly. Oh yeah, six months. That's plenty of time to copy someone. It's like, oh, this is probably going to sell out in the first month it's been available. We're going to absolutely copy right off of it. Yeah. It's a good thing we had time to write it and uh, illustrate it and come up with everything. Yeah. Damn, DC, we caught you. So I would call people who steal ideas, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Hmm. Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was our worst one ever. We've had worse. Yeah, we probably absolutely have. But man, that was a bad one. Yeah, whatever. You gotta. I was going for cringy. I don't think that was airhorn worthy, though. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I'm done with Star Girl. Are you done with Star Girl? Yeah, I've got nothing. All right, all right, cool. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Better in the than movie. Cap. All right, all right. She's not coming to a movie. She's a new character for the Titans. Oh, okay, then. Or, or DCU, something on DCU. I think it's Titans. Oh, sweet! Can't wait. Anyway, let's get into this uh, motherfuckers here, because this, this series really uh, piqued my curiosity about what the fuck this is and why this is. So let's talk about that here. What did you think about motherfuckers? I liked the book, and I know last week we were saying, like, if we enjoyed it, maybe we would check out the movie, but you had the movie up immediately. So Yeah, I found it right, <laughs> I right today. Away. Okay. The, the movie was shit. Um, like clearly, clearly you need to be a little bit more well-read in the series before checking it out than we were, or at least speaking for myself than I was, because man, like that, that first half an hour of the movie was just what we had just read. Yeah. And then from there, it's a complete 180 and just, it goes off the rails quickly. Right. It does. So is there a volume two of this book? I'm sure there's going to be. As of right now, it's not released yet. I don't. Okay, that's what's going on. This then, was yeah. the first volume that that's been released. Yeah, so that's that's weird that uh, they made a movie already. Yeah, yeah. The movie was like I thought that the some of the action scenes were pretty good, but I was pretty bored with the movie for the most part. Like the, I thought their car chase scene was pretty cool. You know, the action was done well, but the rest of it, it could have it needed work. I didn't understand like why a lot of shit was happening. I don't know what the point is. I just don't know what the point is of the, of the thing. Uh, it's such a strange property, I guess it, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It's like very urban and stuff like that, that we start off in dark meat city. I get, let's talk about the book then for a little while here. And then if we have any more thoughts about the movie. Okay. So I don't know if you noticed, but before they even got into the story, they, they had a photo of the author. Did you notice this photo? No. Oh, dude, hold on. I want to send it to you. I screenshotted I it because it's hilarious. Oh, dude, you're going to like this one. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> so what do you what do cool. you see? How would you describe this guy? <laughs> He's got a lot of cool artwork. Yeah. I guess it's supposed to be that weird uh, shit from the movie. I think it is, yeah. 
I love that this is the photo he uses. I know. Like his letterhead. It's him shirtless, posing with a gun and a smoking a cigarettes while rocking a nice little chain. Oh yeah. It's great. Awesome. Yeah, looking smugly ever, at the like, camera. If I ever had a LinkedIn account, I would use a photo like this as my profile picture, I believe. Oh yeah, for sure. That would uh you'd be a shoe in at any job. Yeah. Balls would just pour in. Yeah, they would. So that's that's what the author is. I don't know what the fuck this guy's all about. But anyway. Angelino is the main character, and he's the one that I said looked like Ghastly from uh, Pokemon, apparently. Yeah. So now I know this guy. He he does look like Ghastly. Uh, so he's like a pizza delivery guy, like Spider-Man in the beginning. And he's driving his uh, his motorbike around, and he you know turns his head looking at some hot girl's ass and uh, gets hit by a truck, you know, like you do. It's happened to all of us. Yeah, who hasn't done yeah, that? Of course. Spider-Man wasn't a pizza delivery boy. Yeah, he was. In Spider-Man 2, he was. He was, he was running around with pizzas oh. in the beginning. Yeah, it was like a side job. He would like take the motorbike, and then he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I'm late. And then he would Spider-Man the pizzas over there. Yeah, he gets in a car accident, and that's, that's the problem for him. His roommate is a dude with a flaming skull, like Ghost Rider. Yeah, I, I liked the roommate. The roommate was awesome looking. Yeah, the roommate was pretty cool. Vins. Yeah, Vins. And they're talking about, he gets home, he got in a car accident and everything, so he's finally home and he's hurt. And they're, they're talking about, oh, you should, go to the, you should go to the doctor. And I think it's weird, because they're, they're having trouble with cash. I think it's weird that they didn't mention, like, hey, the doctor is really fucking expensive. They didn't mention that, so I'm assuming he had insurance from his pizza delivery <laughs> company. I'm surprised about so that. It seemed like a shitty fired, job. So maybe yeah. it didn't get canceled yet. But yeah, that that seems like that would have been a big issue. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't uh, mention that here. So this book does a lot of weird things. There's a Twilight Zone guy who was like talking to the camera uh, when Angelino was walking around. So he like hit his head. So he's having all these, he's like seeing things and shit. He keeps seeing like Batman uh, shadows on people. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the Michael Chiklis character, I can't remember his name. But uh, I only remember Tom? Michael Chiklis. No, Michael Chiklis one. No, that no, one was uh, Danny was Trejo. The, uh, yeah, he was the guy with like the messed yeah, up it's, head. It's a secret agent guy. You know, they're following Angelina around, or Angelino, and they go to a back alley. And so in the movie, they just like knock him out by hitting him with the dumpster, and that was it. But in the book, they uh, they knock him out with something or another, and then a bunch of kids. Uh, beat the shit out of them and rob them. Yeah. So I like the extra mile or the extra effort that they took in the book. I appreciated that. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Like these kids, they look like they're like maybe like yeah. six or seven, like kindergarten age, like toddlers barely. And they just beat the shit out of this dude who's laying there like half dead already. Yeah, and take all the shit. Them all just, they all rob them and they each leave with a, like a, a special item. Like one of them is just walking away with his gun. Yeah. One's got his wallet. <laughs> it was awesome. That was cool. I like that part. I appreciate the what they did there. So they realize they're being followed and they're, they're hiding out and stuff like that. And they end up in this bad neighborhood. That's like really gangster and everything. Uh, but there's this one gangster guy who a rat came near him. So he just like points his gun down and like shoots the rat like nine times. I thought that was pretty hard. It's hardcore, man. These guys are no joke. 
So he double tapped the rat for some reason, which seems like the most <laughs> insane overkill ever. I know, yeah, it was pretty great. Like, all right, so they do they do make a point of mentioning how like insane these uh, mice or rats are in this town. Like they all are super uh, aggressive. Yeah, but still, you you double tapped a mouse like it clearly should have exploded on first impact of your gunshot. There's like nothing left for you to even like shoot the second time. I would imagine. Right, yeah, you, I think it'd be vaporized at that point. <laughs> I think it would just be fucking gone. But, yeah, that was pretty good. I liked what he did there. Then they meet Rizzo's character in this one, who, uh, Rizzo's character is named Popeye, apparently. I think his name was Popeye. Popeye in this. In the movie, he was Shakespeare for some reason. I don't know why they did a name change for him. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about how they changed that character. Popeye makes sense because he gets popped in the eye, right? You know, the, the Danny Trey well, character. He had a Popeye tattoo, too, which yeah, he did. I assumed is why he had that nickname. Well, I, I think when you're writing it, it's like, oh, he's going to get popped in the eye. Name him Popeye. That's, what I, that's how I took it. But in the movie, for some reason, they just made him quoting Shakespeare the whole time. So it's just Riza saying Shakespeare lines. I don't really understand why they changed that. And also, they changed the tattoo on his stomach. So in the movie it said kill. Did you? But I couldn't tell what it said in the book. Could you? Uh, let me find my note about because I did have notes about the tattoo. Okay, nice. Yeah, I did notice oh, a Popeye a, one. Oh no, no, I, I couldn't see that one. But the uh, other tattoos he had was the Popeye tattoo. And then he had three bullet cases yeah. with uh, about this text. Then he had a chain of Africa around his neck. Oh, nice. Yeah, I couldn't tell what that one it said. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't either. I was wondering about that. So anyway. Also, at some point, we're introduced to the to the bad guy, the one from the uh, Gus from Breaking Bad played in the movie. Do you know that guy's name? I didn't write his. I didn't catch it. I didn't see it at all in the book, but in the movie, he did credit him. I think it was just oh, Mister K. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mister K is just sitting at this uh, bad guy, like a traditional bad guy monitoring station. It's basically Dr. Claw from the old Inspector Gadget cartoon from, like, the early 90s. Yeah. I just wanted to see him, like, petting a cat. That's all I was hoping to do. Oh, fuck. I, I, (laughs) damn it. He should have. He should have pet a cat. This was a a missed opportunity. (laughs) Dr. Robotnik had one in that uh, 90s Sonic cartoon. And uh, Kingpin had one more recently in season three of Daredevil. He had a bad guy monitoring station. I want one of those badly. It's yeah, my goal. I mean, that's 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 like your that's how you know you make it as like yeah. a bottom level bad guy boss. No man, that's the top level, man. Monitoring stations, that's top. No. Yeah, dude, you can't even it's be like bothered any, to like step out of the guy, thing. Any bad guy can go and like buy like six or seven TVs, especially on like Black Christmas shopping. <laughs> Black cheap. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, dude. Oh, Kingpin. Kingpin is a top level villain, but not because he owned a monitoring station. He's a no. top level villain because he like runs shit. You're not a you're not a top level villain because you own a monitoring station. You're a top level. You're you own a monitoring. Uh, fuck. You own a monitoring station. Fuck. I can't say the word. You own a monitoring station because you're a top level. Yeah. Because you're a top-level villain, that's why. No, I, I mean, Claw from Inspector Gadget, he couldn't even stop Inspector Gadget, who was, like, so inept at everything he did. That was the hilarious running joke of the entire series. He what about... Top-level, he's shit. 
What about Dr. Robotnik? He's not top level. Wait, is Dr. Robotnik? He's from Mega Man, right? No, Sonic. 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 Mm. He's more top level because he also has like the uh, the like vehicle ship thing that he makes. Yeah, he does. That's that's what makes him top level, not just shitty little like TV setup. You have to have like extra shit. You can't just have a monitoring station be considered like big time. Yeah. You need the monitoring station plus whatever else you're I I think that the monitoring station comes with being a top level villain. I don't think it's the other way around. I beg to differ. Alright. Because like any shitty like any shitty like wannabe badass who like works in top of a bar or like a, a like strip club in any TV show ever. Yeah. They have like a, a monitoring station with there is the outside like security cameras. No, that's a security and then they, like, station. Get off, like instantly. Yeah, but it's the same thing. No, it's Multiple different. TVs it's different. With a giant chair and desk. Like the dude from Breaking Bad who uh Eisenberg blew up in like two seconds. Like he wasn't shit. In <laughs> two seconds. It should yeah. should have taken longer for him to blow up. The first time he like blew someone up and became actual Heisenberg? Yeah. That's yeah, that it's a little was, different. Like shit. You need it, the chair is important, okay? You have to have a nice chair with Quality it. Quality chair, obviously. That guy, did, the security guards, they don't—they sit on like shitty wooden rickety chairs. But uh, top level bad guys, they have like awesome computer gamer chairs that are big and unnecessary and awesome looking. So that's the other thing you got to take into account. It's not only the monitoring; it's the it's the chair. It's the whole station. All right. Anyway, I want one someday when I become a top level villain. I'm gonna get one. Getting back to motherfuckers here. Angelino and uh, Vins are worried that they're being followed, obviously. So they, t- they mentioned like, oh, we got to run away to, to Europe or something like that. And Angelino mentions that uh, people in Europe don't take baths and their teeth are rotten. But he forgot that memes are banned in Europe. That's why you don't want to go to Europe. They're banned in Europe? Yeah, they banned memes, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked, man. Memes are banned. Man. I know, it sucks. It's like China. Well, yeah. In China, only certain memes are banned, though. So. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh. Also, I was going to ask you this. What's that? <laughs> How impossible would it be for you to read a Winnie the Pooh book if I found one and picked it? Like, how much trouble would you get into if you were at, like, work reading oh, it and dude. someone just happened to walk by and see you trying to read this? Ah, uh, it doesn't matter. Would you be executed? <laughs> nah, would you dude. Reported? No, I'd be fine. They tried to ban Peppa Pig as well because they they made a meme of Peppa Pig about uh, something about uh, socialism or some bullshit. Peppa Pig dressed like a gangsta, but what is Peppa, what is Peppa Pig from? What is that? I know that name. It's a children's cartoon. I think it's from uh, the UK. I think that's why we're not that familiar with it. Uh, but they tried to make that one go away, and it just never did. And it's still still around i don't think it really matters i could read a winnie the pooh book is that what we're reading next week i, I didn't actually go through and find one <laughs> okay double check with you how much trouble you did import no no I'll that i know that i'll pick one next time all right nice all right what else did i have here that's pretty much the end of my notes i didn't really have that many so angelino somehow has this like weird ant-man power but with cockroaches where he's sort of trained them the, the cockroaches that yeah. live in their apartment I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. I was like, oh, he's like Roach Man. And then in the movie, <laughs> like it doesn't really 
become anything. Well, yeah. And then I had a bunch of notes because there were a ton of like wrestlers throughout this. Oh yeah. Book, it doesn't really get into like any of what they are. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, a Lucha Libre wrestling promotion that airs on the one TV channel that they have. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all fight in a place called Hulk, Hulk Hogan Palace. And let's see, there's El Diablo and Black Mummy. There's Jesse Christ. That was my uh, favorite. Their champion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's Vicious Headache, who, who wears a gimp mask. And I don't know how far into the book you got after like the last page, if you just like shut it down right then. I scrolled through. Did you see the artwork for uh, the Headache? His actual like illustrated uh, costume? No. Costume? No, I didn't look closely. God damn it. Okay, so it's on page 109. So if you ever get bored and want to like double check this is he so he wears all leather shoulder pads and uh assless chaps whoa he has a giant leather like cod piece that just is his erect dick inside of this leather costume and his ball sack it's nicely shaven and just hangs out like wow in the wind an awesome costume if i were a wrestler i'd be wearing that yeah yeah for sure by the way all those wrestlers they have enormous bulges in their pants <laughs> like when oh, you, yeah, they're wrestlers. yeah it's awesome well, I would think that they would have small bulges because of steroids and stuff. True. Yeah. Maybe they're using some stuffing. But, you know, whatever. More power to them. Put some cucumbers in there. <laughs> yeah. Spinal tap style. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so then there were also two others called Tigre and Feliz. Oh, there was you this mean guy King. in a hazmat suit. King from Tekken. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I thought yeah. in the movie. I thought they were making it so that he was going to end up being Angelino's father, is what I was thinking was going <laughs> to okay, happen. Yeah, because the, the wrestlers all came to like save him. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah, nothing really happened with him in the book. We didn't get far enough, except like <laughs> no. Diablo got a phone call, and he was in the hot tub with like these three ladies, and he drives off in this badass fucking car with DMC as his license plate. Devil May Care or Devil May Cry? Yeah, Devil May Cry. 666. Five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, no. V. But yeah. Favorite character. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty cool. So, K was... When uh, Maccabi goes and reports to K and tells them that uh, Angelino and Feliz escaped after that first time when they raided their apartment with the Section 27 police guys, yeah. he's explaining to them how to play the game Pickup Sticks. Oh, yeah. What the fuck is that? And then he calls that? in this dude... Don't know, like who the fuck remembers or still plays pickup sticks? I haven't heard about that in like 20 years, yeah. But he calls in this random dude, Mr. Z, and he's just this little tiny, like, doctor guy in glasses. Uh, yeah. And he shoves one of the pickup sticks, sort of bullseye style, right through his eyeball. I was like, oh shit, this guy's got some cool powers too. But then, like, nothing ever comes of that in the movie or the book, yeah. You know, all these like hinted yeah. at like weird possible powers, but no, no. They don't come to fruition. Yeah, I really don't know what's going to... Well, in the book, I understand, because you still have another... It's supposed to continue, I guess. But yeah, yeah, in the movie, I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. It's not a, not a good payoff. Also, I always thought that pick up sticks was just something you said to someone to be an asshole. You're just like, hey, you want to play pick up sticks? And they're like, yeah. Then you just throw a bunch of sticks on the floor and tell them to pick it up. I have always thought that was what that game was. Oh, no, it's, it's a real game. All right, I guess so. Also, it was weird that the uh, like cop investigator guys were just called Men in Black. But like that was their yeah. license plate was the Men in Black. 
Yeah, MIB. Yeah. Yeah, even use a shorthand. Uh, I thought also I noticed in the movie that they took out they took out a lot of references to uh other properties. Like they didn't really? say Batman shadows. At one point Angelino has that uh aerosol can and a lighter and sprays the cop guys with it and says flame on. That wasn't in there. But they did make a Hulk up reference in the movie. Oh, true. Book at the very end, which was weird. Okay, yeah. They also mentioned Jackie Chan. I forget how. Yeah, because I was wondering about that because I assumed that they couldn't get the clearance from DC because I think Warner Brothers owns Popeye, do they? Is that a Warner Brothers character? I don't know. Because I, I, was, I was guessing maybe that's why Popeye became Shakespeare was maybe they just couldn't get clearance on Popeye's or on Popeye and Batman stuff, but they could still get away with Hulk up. Well, I get, I get the Popeye one because it's actually drawn like a picture of Popeye on the dude's chest. So I like understand that, how you wouldn't be able to have that same tattoo. But I think saying the names shouldn't be a problem. Like you can just, I mean, they said Hulk up. Yeah, I don't know. I do like that in the movie they had to change the uh, colors of everyone in Palm Hills. Yeah, to, what to make the hell? it less bloods. Like, oh, the, yeah, right. Because they, yeah. they were too terrified of the real life. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. There. Oh, yeah. I thought about that when I read so it. And then of I all forgot. red, everyone, it, it's purple. Yeah, it used to be like red versus blue. Vince has to take his shirt off because it, it was blue. But in the movie, it was purple and green. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting choice. Anything else about this one? I think that's all I got. Oh, really? I had like, I took uh, notes about what they said at the end here. So at the end of the book, they had some questions and maybe you want, maybe it'll make you want to find out more. But the questions are, who are the men in black and what do they want? What could El Diablo have learned last night on the phone? Are Angelino's visions just hallucinations? Or does he have powers? Who is the shady leader of the mysterious Section uh, Z7? What the fuck was Section Z7? That, those were those cop. Oh, yeah. So I, I had to find that out That's from going through the very end of the artwork, too. No, it's 27. It's definitely a Z so in I, this font, but okay. That's I, I'm pretty sure like later on it said 20, because I, I read the note 27. So yeah, I it must be 20. It makes sense. It makes more seven, or it makes more sense. Uh, one more and question. Then also, oh, one more note I had, which we both forgot to mention at all. What's but that? They live next door to a Nazi. We never really mentioned the Nazi or Willie, the little cat guy. Yeah, they were in there too. Nazi and the cat guy. Yeah. yeah. And the last question is, how can Vins live with a head like that? <laughs> I did like that question. That was yeah, awesome. that, was a, that, was a, that was a jokey one. I liked, I liked the artwork in this. That was the best part going forward, I think. Yeah, it was cool. I liked the style of both this and the cartoon for the most part. There, there were parts of the cartoon that were weird. Or not the cartoon, the movie. I assume the cartoon was just animated by the exact same people because it was spot on. Yeah, it was. I think they did a good job translating that over except for the way they drew blood smeared on people's faces looked terrible but everything else looked pretty good you want to hear a review yeah i do you have okay. one for both the book and movie no read some fucking reviews you cuck
There's only two, so I'll just read both of them uh, for the book. So, three stars. Worth your time for the action. Not much else. Solid art style. Reminded me a lot of Beautiful Joe's graphics. And some really solid work on action pacing and gags. But there's no actual character motivations or progressions in this thing. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And the other one was a five-star review. A real page turner. What starts off as a tale of two average Joes trying to get by evolves into an action thriller. The only problem? As soon as you finish this, you're going to want to know what happens next. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I care that much. Do you want to know what happens next? After reading the book, I did want to, but then I watched the movie and it jumped so far ahead. Uh, I feel like I already know what the next volume of the book is going to be. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know how close they are, but I don't feel like I need to. For the artwork alone, I would say it's worth checking out. But yeah, I yeah. mean, if you're going to watch the movie like we did, you yeah. don't really need to at all. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the book, that book really had me curious. But then I just kind of fell yeah. off immediately. Yeah, like, if that movie didn't just come out and we didn't watch it immediately after I I mean, it kind of answered every single thing. I was like, oh, man, I really wanted to know what happens with this, 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 and this after reading that first book. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, I watched the movie, and I'm like, oh, never mind. I don't care about anything now. I know right. everything I was wondering about. Yeah, I did. I, I actually read the first couple of uh, – I read half the book, then I watched the movie, and then I finished the book. And oh, no. that was a weird way to do it. <laughs> that would have been bad. So I, I thought it was a strange way to end the book for me. They kind of just ended – in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, not the right choice. No, no. Anyway, let's go ahead and move on here. I'm done with motherfuckers, I think, probably for good. I'm probably okay. going to forget about it now. So, let's see. Speaking of motherfuckers, there's a team of assholes in Marvel Nemesis, the Imperfects. I was going to say, speaking of monet, I was going to, no, dude. You had the perfect opportunity. The leader of the, the leader of the bad guys, that evil scientist dude, he had a monitor and station. Would you consider oh, him yeah, top his level? Bad guy. Is he a top level <laughs> yeah. bad guy? Because he had a monitor and station. Yeah, dude, top level. Best bad guy, <laughs> best villain ever. I was also going to mention his uh, bad guy monitoring station. <laughs> All right, anyway. Marvel Nemesis, the Imperfects. Uh, you guys might remember this from the shitty 2005 video game uh, on the PS2, actually. I think last time I brought this up, it, I said 360. It was actually PS2. It's even older than I thought. And everybody's favorite characters, the uh, Imperfects, that did so well in the comics. This is the book that really yeah, brought those, things Those superstars of EA Sports or of EA video games. I remember it from Donnie Ohm on Twitter. That's right. Donnie Ohm, dude. Fucking Donnie M. What'd you think of Marvel Nemesis? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she liked uh, this book. It was not the best thing I've ever read, but I mean, yeah, for like a, a shitty like video game tie-in thing, it was okay, I guess. Nah, yeah, it was garbage. This book, I, I'll I'll go ahead and say it. It was pretty trash. I I liked that it. it was trash. It kind of it was kind of fun for me. Um, there's a lot of weird bullshit that happens so in the first issue though they have a uh they have a time skip 
All right. So they're like, oh, this is in the past. And then they're like, 2,000 years later. What the fuck is that? 2,000 years later. It's following the bad guy. He's like doing lizard tests or something, trying to make the serum to make people perfect or whatever the fuck. And I guess it took him 2,000 years to figure it out. And I guess he just lives for 2,000. I, I don't know. I just, it was such a weird number and such a weird thing. But in that, before they do that time skip, they're, you know, injecting lizards with their serum and they keep saying numbers. And it was like hurting my head trying to read these numbers and figure out what the fuck they're like, talking about. Like, I don't think it was like military time either. It was a weird, he was like 0606. And when he first injects the one iguana and then he's like 0601. So like, it's clear he's like just counting down and like documenting how long this shit takes to like kick in. But like, yeah. I don't know what time system he's trying to use to do it. Yeah, I have no idea. I didn't like the numbers. The numbers pissed me off. <laughs> like, stop reading numbers for it's because they're spelled out too. Now I got to figure out what number that is. Yeah, fuck reading. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck reading. But then two thousand years later, thing got schooled by Wolverine. Thing is what a do you trash think about character. Fuck him. Everyone can kick his ass. First of all, here's my number one note. These little, it opens up after that bullshit with the little kids, like a group of three little kids inside a comic book shop, and they're talking about what a trash character the thing is. I was like, these kids just became the greatest characters ever. They're talking about all the endless characters in the Marvel Universe who can just beat the shit out of the thing because he's such a worthless fucking twat of a character. And then there's one kid is debating whether or not Colossus could kick his ass. I'm like, fuck that kid. He's an idiot. Obviously, Colossus wins. Hands down. And then the one little girl character is like, oh, Colossus is better looking, that's for sure. I'm like, you're right. He is. Peter Rasputin, all the way. Fuck you, Ben Grimm. <laughs> and then the thing overhears this, and he's, he gets all jealous, and he's like, you know what? Screw you, kids. I'm taking my pizza, and I'm going home to cry, because I suck. Yeah. I like that they talk shit directly to the thing's face. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So, so which one is better, then? Wolverine or the thing? Oh, Wolverine's a thousand times better than the thing. Are you kidding? Damn, dude, you really hate the thing. thing. trash. Wolverine is fucking Michael overrated. Michael Chiklis, dude. Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis, the thing, is the best thing. But I mean, yeah, that's... that's like comparing a dog turd to a dog turd, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, Hugh Jackman is pretty good as Wolverine, so I don't know if I can talk that much shit. All right. So the the bad guy here, I think his name was like Nigel Rokel or something. Yeah, Dr. Rokel. S- stupid name. Uh, anyway, Rokel takes some of the heroes up into space or something and injects them with the serum, and it makes them feel really good. Who did we have? So originally it was like, I had a bunch of questions about this, because, all right, so we're following thing, and then he gets teleported just somehow, and he's magically strapped into a gurney. And then, like, he wakes up and Spider-Man's right next to him, but they, they're they so close that they're practically touching, but they can't, like, turn their head around to just see each <laughs> other and face each other. And then, yeah. out of nowhere, yeah. the two of them are just chit-chatting, and then just magically Wolverine just gets teleported into the gurney next to Spider-Man. It was really fucking weird. I mean, yeah, this is a garbage comic book, but it made no sense. Uh, but they inject them, and they turn all green, and they, they feel uh, really strong and perfect. It makes them hear like the inner monologue in their heads, like feeding on their fears and insecurities. Thing is, remembering the little fat kid who was like, "You know what? Colossus could kick your ass because you're a shit character." 
He's like, you know what? That kid was right. I should be number one. I'm the thing. I'm worthless. I'm a terrible character. But in my mind, I think I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that going on here with the thing uh, and his um, self-doubts. What would you call that? Insecurities. Yeah, self-doubt. Real life. I'm trying to rationalization and realizing what a worthless character he is. It's a small penis. He's finally had the That's rationalization that Marvel has been failing to like understand for the past 60 fucking years since they created that worthless shit. <laughs> yeah, I like how he's talking about that and your feeling about it is uh, pretty much the yeah, same. Finally, finally an awesome character. I love the thing in this book. Yeah. He gets it. Right. So yeah, then the, the heroes um, expel the serum or whatever in various ways and some of them are like more addicted than others so i like that they had some people have a more addictive personality than others i I did i did enjoy that so like during this whole little ball because it's those three and then um electra is also their storm randomly gets inserted into it too and so does johnny storm but yeah johnny storm like he must have been injected with the stuff because he becomes like the green porch but he's just getting his ass yeah. kicked the entire time, even though he's like injected with this like extra power uh amp- or amplifier. But like Spider-Man's just beating the shit out of him like it's nothing. Yeah, dude, Spider-Man's the shit. Spider-Man always wins. And then there there was a there was a character watching them fight called Dr. Killham. I like that name a lot. Pretty cool name. It is cool. Okay, so Electra you mentioned is in there too. This book was starring Electra's ass. Did you notice that? <laughs> uh, I guess. <laughs> Every panel she's in, it's like her ass is prominently featured. She like she she the her front is not shown at all. Like when she's talking to somebody, she has her back to them and looks over her shoulder to talk to them so you can see her ass more. Well, and then she's like climbing ladders and shit. This <laughs> like, was what? Like early 90s? Yeah, when they all wore like those insanely like it was mid aughts. Oh, oh, whoops. Never yeah. mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that part was uh, interesting. Yeah, Electra is especially addicted to the green stuff. Electra, Storm, Thing, and uh, Wolverine yeah. can't shake the juice. Nah, man. They're all craving it. They need their next fix. And Storm. When she was uh, on a rampage on her green stuff, you know, you can't get your drugs. You you go on a little bit of a rampage. You know, we've all yeah. been there. I, when I'm without my fix, look out. My dad do green thing fix. Right. But Wolverine comes up to her and he's just like, uh, no, you guys, you guys don't understand. You won't understand. And then they like hold hands and then she's better. Well, they're like, oh, what was that, Wolverine? It's like, ah, you, you, you don't well, know. You, you wouldn't understand. You don't understand. So this. that happens in the middle of the air, and like Wolverine is just <laughs> floating fuck? in the air magically so that he can calm her down. Like that made no sense. I, I made a note of that because how ridiculous it was. Like there's no explanation for it whatsoever. He jumps out of the no. He jet. just says, nah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> he jumps out of the Quinjet. He's just standing next to Storm. It's not like she's holding him up. Yeah. Iron Man is also flying around there, but he's not holding him up either. He's just magically floating there next to Storm. He holds her by the hand for a second and she calms down, but he's still right. floating magically. <laughs> right. And then they let Daredevil fly the plane because Daredevil could see everything. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to talk about that too. As, as we've proven awesome. and dictated before on this show, Daredevil can fly and see everything. 
Yeah, dude, he can do anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Then eventually we're introduced to the Imperfects. So I'm just going to read some of the Imperfects names here. I just got the list on Wikipedia because I can't be bothered. Uh, so there's Brigade. You know, that's cool. Fault Zone. Cool name. Hazmat. Yeah. Johnny Ohm. We know, we know about yeah, this we're, character Yeah, we're already. well versed in Johnny Ohm's history. Yeah. Niles Van Rokel. <laughs> that's his full name. Ooh, nice. Niles, not Nigel. Paragon. Wait, Solera. Who is, who is Paragon? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I oh, can't remember. Okay. Uh, and, and The Wink. The Wink? Who the fuck was The Wink? I don't know, dude. <laughs> that's what it says on Wikipedia. Brigade was the guy... Brigade was the guy who was like all the old... He had super personalities yeah, and he's like all these army guys. One of his army names was Gwen Gwenenson. Gwen Gwenson, which is <laughs> an awesome cool. fucking name. But yeah, I, I can't really remember all of them. I remember who Solera is because she's she just... a human torch lady. Yeah, a human torch. And then Hazmat was the guy who got you just sick if he touched you. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But he knew Reed Richards from a, a science convention from three years ago in Tokyo. Yeah, he did. So he's a smart guy, too. So he's tied into the MCU, so you know, that little yeah. guy in there. I remember F- Fault, Fault Zone. Fault because... Zone was the girl who kept destroying planes. Yeah, she was being a huge asshole the whole time. There was Johnny Ohm. His uh, lawyer was Matt Murdock. So good for him. Yeah. And Johnny Ohm hung himself in prison right after Matt Murdock told him he was going to get out because Matt Murdock was on his case. And he gave him hope. And Matt Murdock can also see hope. And then right. Matt Murdock went to the prison cell and he could see the suicide and the green juice mind control stuff. Yeah, of course. He could also see addiction. Daredevil could see everything. Yeah, man. It's a heart rate. Tells you everything you need to know. Like how to drive. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We, we know this. <laughs> All right, after we think Daredevil, Daredevil might be my new favorite character. That dude's awesome. Yeah. So then the comic has another character named Maya, who was like some kind of Mayan whatever, and she's apparently perfect, we learn. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah, I, I think that's ask, who Paragon is. Okay, because I was going to ask, like, because at the very end, she is turned into one of these monsters as well. And I was going to ask, like, in the mo- or in the game, is, like, she the big boss of it, or, or what's her tie into the game? Ah, uh, Dave, I have no idea. I don't remember a oh. single second of that <laughs> game. <laughs> I only remember being the thing in that game in the first level. That's the only thing I remember. Okay. They never gave her a codename, but yeah, I would imagine she's one of those two. Yeah, she is. This Maya character, the there were aliens attacking her village, and they're not Dr. Rokel's aliens, they're like different aliens. So, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this book. Like, where are all these aliens? There's more than one alien faction. Yeah, they looked a little bit like the Nihilus's. Characters from the negative zone, but I don't think they were. I don't think they were actual Marvel alien characters. I think they were just made up for this book. Um, it was weird. They're probably EA, EA alien. Yeah, characters. classic EA character <laughs> yeah. enemies. Right, of course. From NHL 2017. Oh, did you call Fault Zone Fault Line 
earlier. I think I, I, think I did. Uh, dude, I wrote this. I wrote fault line in my notes. I just noticed. <laughs> I, I do remember fuck? Brigade kept being a dick and just kept, or not Brigade. Uh, John Yeom kept messing with her and he kept calling her fault something. It could go wrong. Incorrect name. Oh, maybe that's why then. Fault line said, "I want to smash." So I thought that was a good line. The thing, the thing, when he was self-doubting and hating himself, he was trying to come up with a catchy tagline like the Hulk's. He was like, "Thing smash." But I mean, he has it's clobbering time, which yeah, Marvel fucking loves. It's awesome. It's clobbering time, dude. That's a good. That's a good catchphrase. I don't think he needs a new one. Oh, and you got that self-doubt of not getting your fix. You'll start to yeah, I guess the Hulk's. You know what? Colossus needs a catchphrase, because he's better than both of them. Yeah. I mean, Hulk Smash is a really good catchphrase. It's definitely better than it's clobbering time. Yeah. By far. Yeah. So Johnny Ohm is a 67-year-old murderer? Is that why he was on it? Or he, no, he just confessed to someone else's crime. So yeah. he's a 67-year-old patsy. Why is this the guy you, you take your name off of? Oh, is he your favorite? Because you want to be a patsy when you grow up? All these characters are total garbage, Dave, but that's a good name, Johnny Ohm. That's a, it rolls off the tongue. I like the name. I don't, I don't know shit about this character, even though I read about him. Oh, I thought he was your favorite or something. Yeah, he is my favorite because his name is cool. He's got those electricity powers. Yeah, awesome. Cool. Fucking badass. Oh, wait, maybe he was Wink. He doesn't have a nickname, so maybe he was older one? I don't know. Maybe. We'll just assume. We'll assume, because there was no other character. I think Johnny Ohm is the nickname. I think there was another name he oh, had. Christian name. I can't remember his street name, but whatever. Doesn't matter. This character doesn't exist anymore. This is it for all these I imperfects. I can't wait until they bring this series back. Yeah, I hope they do. That'd be hilarious. With the uh, loot boxes involved in some yeah. way. That'd be pretty good. On the uh, on the Google Stadia coming this fall. Yeah. Or the Imperfects too. Google Stadia, go anywhere. <laughs> Google Stadia, for us, by us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So yeah, this book ends with uh, Electra being like, oh, Dr. Rokel has a plan for, for Maya, so they let her take him or something. And uh, then she becomes like a hero or villain or whatever the fuck. And that was it. So, <laughs> end of the imperfects. Any any other notes on this one? All right. So, I was a little bit confused about Electra's part in this. Like, she was clearly a yeah, bad no guy shit. for like ninety eight percent of this book, but then yeah. at the very end, like she still comes into the Baxter building to meet with Reed and like go over what happened. But was she somehow turned good at the very end after giving up Maya? the bad guys like i was super confused by why she would like voluntarily come meet with reed richards yeah i don't know this story is pretty garbage i I mean there's a lot of plot holes in this one too much too much fantastic four in it for my taste like all four of them make an appearance yeah that's not your top four favorite superheroes no hate that team why because everything they've ever done is trash. Rise of the Silver Surfer was trash? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. 
All right. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend this book? Yes. Yes. Highly. <laughs> if you want a good laugh. Yeah. Me too. Read it. Best book ever. All right. Um, you want to hear some reviews? I do. I look forward to these. Did you find a single five star? Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. Oh, yeah, I did find a five star. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is a five star review called Fantastic Comic. <laughs> and and the, the description is good read. And that's all. And that's by uh, EA Games. Oh, no way. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, there's another one uh, that's two stars, and it goes, It's okay, I guess. So I bought this thinking that it would give me some insight on the game and any cool backstory, but it really doesn't. I've read some pretty lame comics in my day, and although this one isn't the worst and the artwork isn't terrible, I just think the storyline is lame. If I had a week, I wouldn't be able to list all the plot holes and errors explaining why that wouldn't work. I would skip this and go on to the next book. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Anyway, this book is long dead, and so are the characters in The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead Update. All right. You want to hear what happened on The Walking Dead last night? You know I do. Or the other night, whatever it is. Yeah, last week. Yeah, sure. So this is the season nine finale. And this one was kind of a, like, it didn't really feel like a season finale, but what it did feel like was a Christmas special. So that was kind of cool because <laughs> they're, oh. they're dealing with a, the a snowstorm and shit and they're, you know, they have to like crowd around a fire and stuff and try to stay warm. Uh, so yeah, it felt like a Christmas special and uh, Negan, they had to bring Negan out of the jail cell because he would freeze to death in there because of the cold and bring him inside and like chained up. And he actually mentions, uh, it feels like Christmas. I made the note before he said that too, which was pretty funny. I thought, so he agreed with me. I don't know if you're going to get this reference, but there is a Chinese commercial starring Tom Hiddleston, Loki and the Avengers talking to directly to the camera. Like it's a point of view commercial. And he's supposed to be like a handsome guy, like wooing some Chinese girl. And it's, uh, it's very funny to me, because when he's doing this, he's like, oh, I came home early. I made you breakfast. And then he gives her a plate that just has rows of fruit with an egg on top of it. It's a really weird breakfast to me. But yeah, the way Tom Hiddleston looks in this, uh, he looks so much like he doesn't want to be there at all. Like you just see in his eyes, like the pain and like, oh, fuck this commercial. What am I doing? You could tell you could see all the regret in his eyes. It's really fucking funny. But Daryl comes up to Lydia in the kingdom and gives her a plate that looked a lot like the salad plate that Tom Hiddleston gave. So I got a good laugh out of that. But I don't know if anyone's going to think it's as funny as I do. So that was cool. They have the same breakfast as Tom Hiddleston, apparently. All right. Everyone's wearing their winter clothes because it's getting cold. So they're wearing jackets and shit. Gabe and Rosita are hugging and they're about to they're like oh i know something gabe's like i I know something we could do to keep warm cue eugene walking in of course (laughs) dude 
Eugene is constantly getting cucked in the show. And they, they just will not stop. It's awesome. Wait, I thought Rosita was with Sadiq, not Gabe. No, she's pregnant with Sadiq's baby. And then Gabe is her main squeeze, I guess. And then you she oh, cucking man. Eugene. Yeah, dude, it's a fucked up situation that they got. Uh, Negan actually makes fun of Gabe about that, too. He, he mentions, like, oh, you know, that ain't your baby in there. Gabe was like, well, we see past that here. Maybe one day you'll understand. It's like, oh, I don't think I understand that. What happened? I saw a clip of Gabe recently. What happened to his eye? I, he, like, went, he was going blind one episode, and then suddenly his eye is cloudy. I, I don't fucking know. He was complaining about not being able to see, and then he could see at some point, and there was a whole epiphany that he had. But I don't remember what it was exactly. That was a while ago. So it's just a random medical condition. It wasn't anything cool or story related. It was, but I can't remember what it was. That was too long ago. Oh. They have to go to the hilltop from the kingdom because they don't feel safe at the kingdom anymore because of the whole fucking whisperer thing. And during this journey, Lydia's feeling depressed, so she she keeps wandering off and uh, finds a zombie that's kind of frozen in the ground. And she's like about to put her arm near the zombie to like, you know, off herself and stops when she sees Carol staring at her. <laughs> Because it's how Carol kills herself in the book. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah, that's true. Nice. All right. Nice reference. Uh, That's what they're doing. And then there's another group that with uh, Negan that they're hiding out inside and they have a fire going, but the chimney's blocked up. They can't use the fire, so they got to go to another place uh, in the blizzard. Okay. So it's like a blizzard tornado, basically. So it's like really fucked out there. So what they're doing is they are they get a rope and they all just hold on to the rope so they don't get lost from each other. And before they leave, Judith mentions that um, she said that Daryl asked her to take care of Dog. And uh, she couldn't find Dog, even though Daryl asked her to take care of Dog. But that was definitely the deaf girl that... Yeah, you said that was the deaf girl that's taking care of it. So I don't know what the fuck happened there, because that did not happen. I saw a totally different character do that. I didn't even see Def Girl at all. Def Girl just passed it on to... uh, Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Def Girl hates dogs. She's like, hey, Judith, uh, Daryl asked you to do this. That might be it. That'd be funny. You need to watch this dog for him. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're walking around outside on this rope thing here. And eventually, Judith sees dog running around in the blizzard and runs off after dog. And then everyone's like, oh, fuck, Judith, don't run out there. And then Negan is the one to, like, run after her. Uh, So... Negan, Dog, and Judith are in the blizzard, and Negan's saving them. Negan gives up his coat for Judith, so I guess he's not such a bad guy after all, or whatever. And, you know, he's like, all right, we gotta get out of here. And Judith is like, you know, oh, don't forget Dog. And he's like, oh yeah, gotta get the dog. You know, so he's uh, taking care of everyone, he's gotta deal with this fucking dog in the cold with no coat on and shit, and carry this kid. They come back and talk to Michonne, and Michonne's like sort of asking him, you know, oh, so you you care about people now? And he's like, oh, you know, maybe I do, or something like that. So there's that going on with them. Going back to the kingdom group, they reach the sanctuary where that used to be, and they're staying there to avoid the blizzard. Is there still a group of like former saviors in the show? Uh, No, they're not at the sanctuary at all anymore. Uh Oh. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I wonder what 
happened to them? I, I don't know what happened to uh, the other guy, Dwight. I don't know what happened to him. He hasn't been around in a long time. But no, it's oh, just wait, totally so empty. Dwight's not a part of the communities? I haven't seen him for a while, so I don't know where he is now. Oh. Maybe he's with Maggie in... Uh... Yeah, they just traveled somewhere far away. Yeah. Payment issue, Bill, is where they're at. So they're walking around, though, and they since they're in this blizzard... They realize that they don't have enough supplies and they got to get to the outpost that is, uh, and they got to cut through Alpha's territory to do it. So they, uh, they do that. They walk past the pikes and everything, you know, there's no heads on them now, but they're like, oh shit, we got to pass the pikes and they're crossing this frozen river. So as they're walking to the river, they see these zombies that are just frozen solid. They're just standing there because they're frozen. They can't move or anything. And then as they're crossing the river, suddenly zombies start coming out of the snow so I don't really know why some zombies are frozen and other ones aren't. That seemed weird to me. They were in the river. Well, no, the, the frozen zombies weren't in the river yet. But the non-frozen zombies were near the river, just under the snow. So I, it didn't make oh. sense. It didn't make sense to me, so I don't know what the fuck is going on there. Oh, Daryl has to kill a zombie with an icicle. I thought that was pretty festive. And we see Michonne hug RJ for the first time, which I thought was funny. You remember RJ, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty good. A group of them get to Alexandria and have a have a snowball fight. That's the big climax in this episode is the snowball fight. Wait, why why is it so funny that this is the first time we see them hug if we only saw him for the first time last week? Well, because because <laughs> we we've, we've like only been around for like months now. <laughs> no, but we we've only seen Michonne with Judith and we've only seen like one interaction where she's like telling Judith, like, go get your brother. And uh, that was like it. And now she's like, Oh, RJ, come, you know, now she's all like motherly suddenly. Uh, that's, that's why it's funny to me. So the other thing is uh, we go back to alpha briefly and beta and alpha is talking about, Oh, I need to be stronger for what comes next and has beta like whip her to make her stronger. And then at the very end, Ezekiel is talking to Judith on the on a two-way radio or whatever. And uh, then they're like, all right, good night. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Uh, hang up. And then they walk out of the room, zoom in on the uh, radio. And of course, voices come in on the radio like, hey, is anyone out there? I guess that's where we're going next is uh, over to, I forget what that other community was called, but that's what yeah, it's called. Yeah, I remember the name of it. Yeah. Has Eugene been talking to them? No. Not, no. Oh, uh, shit. Was he? I don't think so. I think not yet. But maybe soon. I think they're going to start doing that next season. What was Alpha? What comes next for Alpha? What was that about? I I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I really I really don't know. I thought I figure she's done with them if, if unless she knows that they crossed into her territory and then she has to do her weird Alpha thing. But weird Alpha thing. Is that the deep he had them and <laughs> yeah, true. Not that weird. They were warned. Well, no, it's like her whole like. You know, oh, they, they slighted me, so now I have to come back hard. That's what I mean. But I want to know how they survive in the winter, the whispers. We didn't actually see them in the winter. When we see them, it's uh, like, you know, the snow is melting and shit, and it's getting better. But I wonder how they fucking survived out there. I feel like they should definitely be killed off in the blizzard. It's like a, a sea of like a million and a half fucking zombies. They're... So? Closely intertwined with. I mean, that's a shit ton of body warmth. 
No, it's not. They're dead. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you're gonna. No, the the zombies don't have body heat, dude. Zombies are dead. But do walking <laughs> dead things not create body heat? I don't think so. No, I wouldn't imagine. Oh no, yeah. No, they can't because I remember I saw an interview about one of the older episodes where they had to digitally remove the uh, the breath coming off of the zombies, like from the hot breath and the cold, because zombies don't breathe. So I, I don't think they do. No, I would say no if they took the time to edit all that out. Yeah, then I don't know. Yeah, weird. So that's it for this season. I, I think uh, last episode was better than this one. Not that much going on. I like the Christmas feeling about it. I wish they exchanged gifts and stuff too. That'd be pretty funny. Eugene's still getting cucked, so we're we're gonna see more of that next season. But yeah, so there you go. Walking Dead season nine. Now I'm sad that it's over. Maybe we're not gonna see more of that. Maybe what comes next is they just go into Rosita and only her. Uh maybe. To stop the Eugene cucking. They they don't like that. <laughs> that's against Off the whispers. The yeah. yeah. That's they're they're against cucking. Way. Yeah. They don't they they don't whisper the word cuck to each other. But uh but anyway, yeah, we were we were talking before the show about uh maybe what we can watch next here. So let's talk about that for a minute. So I, I mean, guess we'll which one do you already have a drop made for? Or which one is gonna be the easiest drop to make? Oh fuck, I don't know, man. I, I think it all hinges on that, really. Yeah, that's true. I could make whatever drop, I guess. I'll just like shout the name and like put a power cord under it or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Man. But yeah, we, we were talking about a list of shows here, so we'll just uh, rattle those off for the listeners. We were thinking of possibly watching Riverdale, True Blood, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, Inhumans, The Shy, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or The Gifted. Wait, what's The Shy? Common show that you said. Oh, The Shy. Oh, yeah. The okay. Shy, the common... That one, thing. that one is not a comic book related. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess this is a new show, and we were talking about how awesome I think Common is, so that's why that one came up. Yeah, so I don't know which one we'll do. I think we'll. I think most of the other ones are all comic book related, at least. True. I'm thinking we should just try watching the first episode of a few of these things and see how we feel about it. What do you think? Which one do you want to watch next week? We'll just watch the first episode. Which one do you want to have a try with? Um, I mean, which one do you feel most like making a drop for? Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll just do. Week. I'm just going to do the same thing, whatever one it is. I, I don't care. Do any of those CW shows because those are all on the Netflix. I can just watch any of those, no problem. Okay. You'll have to send me it. All right. Which which one? Which one do you think would be best? Um, I think I watched like the first season and a half of The Arrow. Okay. I've watched some of The Flash. I've never watched. Any of the other ones? I mean, go to start from fresh. Pick one of those other ones, I guess. All right, Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. All right, let's do that then. We'll try to watch the first episode. Yeah, we'll just try different ones, I guess, until we, uh, unless we get really attached to this one and want to keep going. I do know it's it's like all the cast-offs and the shitty like, it player superheroes from all the other shows that yeah. they didn't want to keep on those main shows because their like arc was over. They just rewrite them into this one. It's a team of all those mismatch rejects. Oh, I see. Okay. It should be great. Yeah. All right. I like the, I like the premise. I think I, I'm, that makes me feel hopeful for this. So what else do you want to talk about? Do you got anything else today? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. 
I picked up a game called Jotun, which is a Viking-themed game. So that should be cool. It was like $4. It was on sale. It was like 66% off on the Switch. So I bought it because it's a Viking shit. I love Viking shit, so fuck yeah. You do. I do. Uh, but that's about it. Um, that's all I have. That's news. I've got I've got Hellblade coming from Gamefly. Oh man, nice. They emailed me today, so I'll let you know how that one is next time. Good. I look forward to it. Fuck yeah, Hellblade. Okay, so I guess that's all I got then. So, what do you want to read next week? Okay, so we did actually have a submission here from a listener. Um, there was a little bit of a mix up. The release date of the book he wanted us to check out, it actually hasn't been released yet. Oh. And the way it's a series that's only available on Comicsology, it's not available on the website. So I responded to him and I gave him a couple suggestions of what I could find. He wanted us to read this uh, Lucha Libre wrestling uh, book okay. by this guy Conan, who was one of his favorite wrestlers and he's a podcaster who he enjoys. But I, I used the website. And I double-checked for Lucha Wrestling Comics. I found three suggestions that I responded to them, and I was like, hey, pick one of these three because it's something we can both have access to or we can read. And he responded, just pick whichever one you think sounds the most fun. So we are talking before we started recording, and I told you we'd let you pick which one you think sounds the most fun since you know absolutely nothing about Lucha <laughs> Libre Wrestling and okay. uh, any of these. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like it. So, what are they? Just tell me the names. So, so this is from a friend of the show, Chris Phillips, by the way. Oh yeah, uh, so former former guest here. as well. Yeah, He's a guest. First one is called it's a uh, Lucha Underground. It's it's a TV series on the El Rey Network by uh, Robert Rodriguez. Okay, it, it was this weekly wrestling television show slash soap opera, hmm. and it all it is is a debut issue of a specific character called Rey Mysterio Jr., who's like a known WWF wrestler. It was from May of 2016. It's a single issue, so that one would probably be the quickest read for us. The second one <laughs> okay. is called Mucha Lucha, uh-huh. and it was a three-issue run from back in 2003. And the artwork on this one, it looks like it's aimed directly at like little kids, so I was a little bit hesitant about okay. that one because the artwork alone. The third choice is called Lucha Libre from... Uh, 2007 through November of 2018. It's actually by Image Comics. So hmm. that one probably had the most potential because everything we've read from them has usually been pretty good stuff. So yeah, I don't know. It's six issues long. Okay. Okay. So are are you also bringing another thing in? Yeah. This is this is just what we're picking for Chris because his main issue isn't out yet, and I told him to pick one of these in the meantime. And we'll get to his whenever we can find it. So, okay, in that case, then, let's go with the first one. So I got a busy week okay, ahead of no. me, so, yeah. Lucha Underground, Rey Mysterio Jr. book. Okay, Lucha Underground. Okay, sounds good. So then you had another thing you want to read, too? So, then for my actual pick, I was just going to go with um, Six Gun Volume 2. Oh, okay. All right, sounds good. My pick, uh, in my quest to find the trashiest book here. The most I, offensive book you could find. Well, 
I think it's more like a trashy. Comp of comic books. <laughs> well, not not that, that what bad. I believe you put it as. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how the drop you created went, right? Yeah. It's just a bunch of uh, Hitler speeches in the drop. <laughs> oh, man. I'm getting getting some good Oops. ideas for a drop. There goes, there goes all the fans. <laughs> yep. Uh-oh. Okay, so I found this book on some fucking website. It's a... Uh, Oh, comicbookroundup.com. Have you ever been to this website? No. Uh, it's just, it just shows you like the new trade paperbacks coming out. It's pretty awesome. Uh, but there's a new one that came out called Marvel's Avengers Untitled Prelude Collected. So I think this is going to be garbage because everything on this website, the rating, it gives you a rating and it's very rare that anything is below a seven. So this one is rated 5.2. So I'm excited about it. Wait, so it's like a book that's in the work, or it's a book that was just released this week? Like, is it on the site? I'll I'll explain. It is on the site. I found it. Marvel's Avengers Untitled Prelude. You'll you'll see it. This one, the cover has a screenshot of Thanos from Infinity War on it. So this is going to be fucking trash, dude. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about this. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Rolling, I'm going to get that money. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome, man. I love that it's just a screenshot for the movie. Uh, I'm excited. So, yeah, we'll read that one. I'll tell you what it says on this collected volume, too, actually, because it's a little weird. So, it's like a, a tie-in to the fucking movies, then? Or I, yeah, I think. So, it's collecting Marvel's Avengers Untitled Prelude, number one to three, Infinity Gauntlet 1991, number one, and Guardians of the Galaxy 2015, issue 19. So it's a weird mix of things, but... uh, Okay, so it's just... Okay, yeah, so it's just kind of like a hodgepodge of whatever might prepare you for the movie, I guess? Yeah. So we'll we'll see what that's like. It's probably shit, so I'm excited. Awesome. All right. So follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. I'm at DC the God. We are at Giraffes HBT Pod. Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tones. Good job. SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank. All right. Everything will be Kirkman down below. You're damn right. Dude, that was that was the best redoing of that I've ever pulled off. Yeah, that, that was good. Be the one you just copy paste for life. <laughs> yeah, including this part too. Well, yeah, obviously me bragging about how good I did at simple memory. That's right. It deserves to be on there for sure. Hell yeah. Great job. Great job, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Way to pull it together, guys. Good work, gang. Also, give, if you give yourself a hand. For a future book at Jurassic HBD Pod, let us know. Much yeah. like Chris did. Yeah. We want to know what to read. All right. See you next week. Bye. They don't know that that actually took me 38 takes to pull off. They'll never know. No, they'll never know. I'm definitely not going to leave this on after the theme song. <laughs> it's all right. I could be lying to them. They don't know. Plus, I stopped recording before I said that, so there. Oh, really? <laughs> Fuck.
No, I didn't. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. 